All right, uh, it's high noon, but it's particularly with Kira Kelly because every Monday at this time we do the Hook Health Checkup. You know Kira Kelly, of course, she's on newspapers, television, the radio, uh, the internet, uh, on spaceships, everywhere. Uh, how are you? Hi, George. I hear, I hear you're very big on Mars now recently. <laughs> anyway, Mars bars, maybe. We're going to the questions that have sent in by listeners to 53106 and we'll deal with them. Can we deal with the Egypt's first? Is that okay? Go for it. Go You're for right. it. Well, you have to answer this question with one word. <laughs> I've recently broke out in eczema for the first time in my life. I'm 35. It looks dreadful. It's all over my arms and legs. Could this be stress? Yes. Is that what you wanted me to say? Thank you. But can we not give them some feedback, George, do and please. tell them what no, to no, do? No, do please. Um, yes, I'm just, I'm just envious at your huge media profile, <sighs> and it's making me grumpy. You're so mean. You're help, so, help, help. This, okay, yes, stress uh, Stress can cause all kinds of dermatitis, although it also causes things like psoriasis, so we don't know if it's eczema or not. Um, dermatitis should all be treated, roughly speaking, in the same way. First of all, manage your stress levels, love whatever's going on, you need to address and look at. Second of all, you need to stop using soap. Third of all, you, you know, wash with, with, with a, um, something suitable for dermatitis. You also need to use emollients, with her, which are moisturisers, George, and loads of them. And sometimes you need your, and my favourite, a topical steroid. And uh, I'm surprised you've left in sixth place why not go and see a dermatologist well yeah but but I would always think that you can do an awful lot of stuff before you go and see a dermatologist and dermatologists in fairness are pretty thin on the ground so in any case there's a lot of stuff that they should be doing but one of the big ones is looking at your stress levels uh, it's stress levels I now Mick is off cigarettes for seven weeks his breathing is extremely wheezy is this normal can I put it here Mick is imagining things no no you cannot because do you know why when you give up cigarettes you often get quite you often get quite unwell for a period of time and you know why it's your lungs starting to heal when you are a smoker you burn off yeah you burn off the little hairs that line your lungs and all the secretions that are in the base of your lungs that have pooled there over the years of smoking just sit there like sludge but as you start to come off the cigarettes and the hairs grow again and the secretions start to clear you will often get woeful chest infections very bad coughs hack up all kinds of gunk and sometimes wheeze as oh, well that's but, really interesting. But, but but keep going it's not a reason to stop and it is not and I want to be very very clear it does not mean that you're better off as a smoker than a non-smoker That's it's just a temporary glitch okay I, I really am going to have to stop doing this. You would appear to know more about medicine than I do. I don't, that, that's, only, that's only a mistake. That's right. clearly a mistake. Well, speaking of cigarettes, why does Anna smell cigarette smoke when there is no cigarettes? Hmm. Well, that's an interesting one. And Anna said, is there something she should check with her nose? Um, yes, there is. People who smell things that aren't there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... Stop laughing, George. I am not saying Anna is mad. People who are smelling things that aren't there, um, that's an an olfactory hallucination. Um, Like an, 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 you know what I mean, like a visual hallucination. That's a smelling hallucination, an olfactory hallucination. Um, She should go and see a doctor and she may need a scan of the gland above her nose. Go away. That was it. That was the answer. That was a clue on the Irish Times simplex crossword and I got it. What? Olfactory something and the answer was odour and I got it. Ah, very good. I'd, although uh, olfactory stimulus yeah would be an odor. Now, this is really worrying really 25 year old woman she's in pretty good shape and then every couple of months fainting spells completely random doc says it could be anemia but the blood test said no what else could it be um young women 
often faint. I don't know if you were ever a fan of the old Jane Austen books, George, but there was always women having the vapours and taking the swoons yeah, and all that business. Yeah. And, and, and that is true. And there's a variety... I was told by a priest, in fact, that kissing girls led to fainting spells. I'd say a lot. A, if a young woman had kissed you, she could have been, she no, could have succumbed to a fainting fit. All seriousness. Um, we, I know you like to give the medical advice from the clergy a lot in the programme, but I tend to try and stick with the more the more scientific end of things. Okay. Um, one of the reasons young women tend to faint is often a drop in blood pressure. Yeah. Uh, low blood pressure is one of the biggest reasons people faint and or, or feel faint and lightheaded. And young women are quite prone to it. They generally have low blood pressure, particularly if they are slim. And she didn't say she was slim, but she said she was in good health, which makes me think maybe All she right. is slim. But but the interesting thing, fainting now, are you actually suggesting in the words of your friend Jane Austen yes. that they actually swoon, like that they actually hit the have ground? Have you ever fainted? I fainted once or twice. and it, Fainted? Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. <laughs> You're so dismissive of people fainting. <laughs> Although when a girl kissed me, I did have a slight kind of tribulation. I'm actually feeling slightly faint now and, and nauseous. Um, but listen, here's the thing. I wonder, is it her blood pressure? Because that's very okay. common in young women. Well, and if get it is, blood pressure yeah, check. Blood pressure check. Lots of fluids. Sometimes a little bit of salt in your dinner will also help. And maybe having a boiled sweet or some, some sugar in your handbag, that kind of thing. And lots of fluid intake is important. But it is probably, if it's not anemia, more likely to be something to do with blood pressure. I, I tell you, some of these women, I'm starting to worry about them. Um, did Emma had two anaphylactic episodes, whatever they are, in the last month. She was on a breathing machine both times. What does she do? Well, that actually is a very worrying uh, yeah. a text to the programme. Um, anaphylaxis, George, is the severe acute form of allergy yeah. that causes people... You can die from an anaphylactic shock. Like peanuts, for instance. Yes, yes. And yeah. you know the throat... That poor child, the 14-year-old yeah. girl in O'Connell Street. Yeah. Your throat swells, your breathing stops, your heart stops and everything stops. And that's anaf- full-blown anaphylaxis is that. Um, and and poor this poor girl, um, Emma, who is in her 40s, if she was on a breathing machine, I, I, does she mean a ventilator? I, I don't really know what she means, but it's it's quite serious. First of all, she should be tested for allergy testing to so see if we can identify what's causing it. Yeah. And we sometimes can and we sometimes can't. But here's the other thing. Even if we don't, what she needs to be doing is carrying what's known as an anapen or an EpiPen. It's a pen containing adrenaline, okay? Because adre- and you stab yourself. You do it. stab yourself as you start to go with the anaphylaxis okay. and you wear you wear a, a bracelet to say you suffer from anaphylaxis and you stab yourself in the thigh when it's coming because it'll keep your heart going till you can get to a hospital. Um, you should also maybe, until this is under better control, be on things like antihistamines and things like steroids and all that kind of stuff because it's a quite a serious condition. Right. But the main life-saving thing to carry is one of those EpiPens and all people who suffer or have suffered from anaphylaxis should have one on their person. But you need the doctor to give you a script for it. You need a script for it. That's all you need is a script. Uh, yeah. And then you carry it in your bag or your pocket or whatever and your car, wherever, you, wherever you're going to be. And you need to have it, George, because it's the difference yeah. between life and death. All right. Uh, biting your nails. I thought you did that when you were a child. And then and adults who bite their nails have been biting their nails since childhood. But why has this person started doing it in their 30s? Are we back to your old pal stress again? I would suggest, and this person is doing an interesting thing. They are not biting their nails. They are biting, which is what I do when I'm nervous, the skin around their nails. They do bite you? their cuticles. And I do. I chew on my cuticles when I'm nervous. I do. Have you never noticed me in here gnawing on my finger? talking to you George uh, I tried to avoid 
looking yes. at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. fair enough. Right. Um, no, so so I would suggest you there's something going on because it's a nervous stress, reaction. It's stress, stress it's anxiety, yeah. it's when you're under a bit of pressure. Um, so maybe you want to have a think about that, listener, and think about why you're under the amount of stress you are. One of the things, and it's not a medical tip, but it's a tip for me, what stops me from doing it is if my nails are painted nicely. So I go off and get my nails painted nicely and I stop doing it because oh, I'm valuing my yeah, nice but nails. but you can't have some fellow one. I don't know whether he's a fellow, but if he is, he can't be going around with red well, nails. A, a nice manicure, he, maybe. Next to be high heels. I mean, you want to be really well. Listen, Careful, there's a great George. series at the moment called Victor. Victoria. Oh, read about the young Victoria. Yeah, ah. on UTV. And uh, last week she was being sewn up in her corset. Yes, right, was the old world the whalebone corsets. Uh, yeah, well, Paul and Claire says the reason the young women in the Jane Austen novels fainted was because of corsets. That could also be a factor. But yes. unlikely with our friends. Well, well, there are women nowadays who wear things called waist nippers. And You're there are, kidding me. And, not, and there are the ubiquitous wearing of spanks, which are, which are control underwear and stuff that do suck you in in much Pardon? the same way. <laughs> you cannot be serious on a lunchtime programme. Spanks is the name of a brand of underwear, George. Is it? It is. It's not, I'm not but, being facetious. Well, I mean, if women are wearing waist nippers, this is the equivalent of the modern day, of the ancient course. It is, yes. Well, now, why don't you bring that up when I asked you the question well, about the fainting? the more likely thing is, is that she's actually got low blood pressure. Oh, well, now, this is something that uh, I, I, I've heard about. A dry throat at night, coughing fits and everything. This poor person has water by the bed and but it makes no difference. Do you want to take this one? Because we've had this one a few times and do you know what I usually say to people? Take what you may call it. Glycerine and menthol. I've one on my desk and I don't do this nonsense of putting it in a spoon and measuring it. You just chug it from the bottom. I just chug it from the bottom. <laughs> no, what I was actually going to say is that one of the reasons people get very dry, dry mouths and throats is often if they are mouth breathing overnight. You're supposed to sleep with your mouth closed and then your mouth stays nice and moist. But if you mouth breathe overnight with your mouth open, um, what you'll tend to see is your mouth gets very dry. So it could be to do with having a blocked nose or a sinus condition or allergic rhinitis. That could be it. And that will also cause the problems with the coughing. Um, so I would suggest what's going on here is either something like allergic rhinitis or uh, mouth breathing or um, possibly even a form of asthma because people with asthma tend to cough at night. Now they they I, need a checkup. I know the contraceptive pill has been linked to uh, acne. But his suggestion is, um, it, has it been linked to depression? Yes. Um, here's the thing. Hormonal forms of medication, which are usually, hor- they're usually um, contraceptives, but they can also be other forms of hormone replacement therapy. Hormones can affect your mood um, and particularly the progesterone hormone, uh, the, the oral contraceptive pill, what people refer to as the pill, is a combination of oestrogen and progesterone. Some oral contraceptive pills are just progesterone and they're referred to usually as the mini pill. Um But progesterone in particular is linked towards low mood and depression. So other forms of contraception that do this to you are the injections um, and also the implants in the arm and for some people the marina coil. Um, yes. You're, this is all totally beyond me now. I have no idea well, what well, you're the, talking The thing about. is, this isn't really aimed at you. It's more at oh. the person who asked us the question. Oh, yeah. What I would say is, I is yeah, your contraception could be affecting your mood. And if it is, there's loads of different forms of contraception. Get a different form of contraception. Okay. Don't just stop your contraception. We don't want to have an unplanned right. pregnancy. 
get a different form of contraception that can be maybe adjusted to improve your mood. Okay. But they can be linked. Could I sing the next question? Please do. I'd there was delighted. a hit in the 1940s from the Ink Spots and it went something like this. The hip bones connected to the thigh bone, thigh bones connected to the knee bone, right? Now, question from Damien in Cork. My dad has a hernia on the back of his knee. Um, and a pain in his back and his testicles. Could his back and his testicles be connected to his knee hernia, as the ink spots would say? Um, th- that's a very interesting question. Unlikely. Uh, well, I- I'm I'm slightly confused as to what kind of a hernia he has in his knee. I was afraid to ask that question, <laughs> lest it display look, some ignorance no, on my I, part. No, I don't know what he's talking about, right? Because you, know, yeah. you can have all sorts of problems with your knees. Um, yeah. And certainly your knees can cause problems with your back or your back can cause problems with your knees. So they could be linked. The ink spots are quite correct. Um, as to why it's affecting the man's testes, it's hard to say. But there are nerves that come off your lower back that innervate your groin and your backside and all those types of areas. Um, the poor man is all I would say. is If he's got back pain, knee pain and testicle pain, I would suggest he needs to go and see a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not sure about this hernia business in the knee at all. No. But I would suggest... Go and get checked because he, that seems like too many, right. too speaking, many things. All, all at right. Once. Speaking of knees, Tom has got double Baker's cyst in his knees. He does a lot of driving now. His hip is starting to cause him pain. He uses compression socks on the knees. This helps the pain. But when I'm not knee, using knee support, the pain is bad. He uses diphene to manage inflammation. Legs can feel like anvils. What's your theory? What's a baker's cyst? A baker's cyst is a, a bit like what this other fellow was talking about. The back of your knee, right? You know, you know. I'm going to show... There's no point in showing the me. We're your, on the radio. Like, behind, like not your... The front of your knee is where your kneecap is. The back of your knee is, you know... I know where yeah, the, back the back of, of my knee. knee is. You get a cyst in there. You get you get a, a, a like a, a collection of fluid in a, in a kind of a cyst-filled bag in the backs of your knees. And it's usually a sign of arthritis. So what the, he's telling us here, George, is, is that he has arthritis in both his knees. It's causing him a lot of pain. For some reason, compression... What's new? Like, everybody is pain their knees. Well, compression socks apparently are helping him, which seems unusual for arthritis, but may in fact be to do with varicose veins. Um, this helps, but 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 he also uses diphene and his legs feel like, like anvils. He needs to have x-rays. He needs to have a checkup. There's something going on. He's and get pain. off the diphene. Like, keep taking diphene on a regular basis is bad. Anti-inflammatories. 1,700 people a year globally die from using anti-inflammatories. They, yeah. are, they are toxic medications. If you need to manage pain you're much better off using something like paracetamol which is safe on a regular yeah. basis rather than those I'm quite surprised can, dare I say which yes what that how effective paracetamol is regular paracetamol is very effective and almost side effect free so it's a much safer drug and I would yeah. always prefer somebody to be taking eight paracetamol a day than one diphene every day or one anti-inflammatory a day because down the line the paracetamol won't do them any harm but the anti-inflammatories very likely might they should only be used occasionally this guy has arthritis in his knees and possibly his hip he needs to get checked out but you know what He's a, he says he does a lot of driving people with driving um, they often have problems with their knees and their hips as well because of just sitting in that one position yeah, all day course, every day yeah. he may want to stop and get out and go for little walks Sarah 28 yes pain in her lower abdomen after having sex what do you say lucky you or is you, you, you do not say lucky you because it would be highly inappropriate um Dyspareunia, pain after sex, is a relatively common symptom. Are you serious? I'm certainly serious. Never happened to me. Nobody wants to know that. Nobody wants to know that. Stop it.
Really? Stop it. No, but serious no. question. Are you suggesting that the pain can be caused by the act or it is a different, no. it is the symptom of an illness? Well, well, both, um, actually. One of the reasons people often have it is, is some, some people have things like endometriosis, George, which is right. a, it's a condition that women get in their pelvises where they have um, a, a, a growth, I suppose, of the, the cells that should line the uterus, grow in other parts of the pelvis instead or as well and that causes pain after sex. People can have pelvic inflammatory disorders that causes pain yeah, but after that's sex. My People point. can have an ovarian no, cyst that but, can cause no, pain after sex. No but just look you see I think in your eagerness to shut me up and <laughs> put me down as always there's method in my madness. Yes. If you have pain after sex then it is a symptom of something else. Yes. It's not normal to have pain after sex. That, and, and, and did I not say that? Well, God only knows if you did. Did I not say that? I mean, you could well have. I said it in a way you, that you didn't like. But the facts are that it is abnormal Sarah, who is 28. Yeah. It would be abnormal in a 28-year-old female. Yes. Therefore, she should have it looked at. She should. She should have. See, at, at a minimum, she should have pelvic ultrasounds. She should have an examination and all that kind of stuff. And things can be done for this. Um, and th- the problem is, is if it puts people off having sex, if they're going to be in pain all the time. So she should do something about this because I'm sure it's causing her problems. Would you be worried? Well, you would, of course, having a son with epilepsy and he's on medication. But what about leaving him alone? Is that really worrying? You know, because epileptics have to survive in... in there was a fellow in my class in school like was an epileptic. I mean, you have to leave him alone, don't you, or not? It depends the age, I suppose. It depends the age. Well, well, you don't leave young children alone whether they have epilepsy or not. Yeah. So presumably this is an older, a child who would be old enough to be left alone anyway. Um, Look, the reality is, is most people with epilepsy, it can be relatively well controlled. And many, many people with epilepsy wouldn't have a seizure from one end of the year to the next, you know, on on the anti-epileptic medication. Uh, It's difficult for us to say, is it okay to leave him alone or not? Because we don't actually know how well controlled his epilepsy is. Well, now that's really interesting because the latter half of the question is, how can I let the fear go? In other words, the mother is saying, maybe this fear is irrational, point one. And point two, how likely is he to have a seizure? Or seizure if he's on medication and you're saying unlikely. Well, what I'm actually saying is is that if he's well controlled on the medication then, then that's okay. But, right. but, but okay. I can't know for sure from the text. Right. And just to be erring on the side of caution, George, George, like you know what I mean, we have to be a bit careful. No, on the no, show. absolutely, I agree. But, but uh, I think the mother is fearful and she's looking for uh, support and yeah. you're giving it to her. Yeah, well, That's all yeah. I'm saying. A good thing would be to do would be to chat with, with the GP yeah. and say how when all was right. the last time he had a seizure all or how frequently. Alright, uh, Dr. Kira Kelly will be back next Monday if she can spare time from the Sunday Independent or New Sunday uh, radio show Operation Transformation uh, and all the rest of it. But she does spare me uh, 25 minutes of her extraordinarily valuable time on a Monday for the Hook Health <laughs> Check up.